Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, and today we're still getting into it. I couldn't, I can't, you know, I know we'll go 365 days, but I just, I love podcasting. So today I got a crazy story for you, a seven foot aliens in a village. In the Amazon jungle, an eerie investigation is underway after reports of bizarre occurrences in a village. The locals claim they are being menaced by seven FE tall armored aliens with large heads and yellow eyes in Peru. Locals describe creatures resembling the Green Goblin from the Spider-Man franchise. These astonishing claims have emerged from the Iquitu indigenous people, residing in the remote district of Alto Nane, northeast of Lima. According to their accounts, a 15-year-old girl was allegedly attacked by one of these mysterious monsters. Desperate to defend themselves, hunters have fired their guns at the creatures. Man, does that not sound spooky? I mean, sometimes what's happening within this story is one that I think is really interesting. And there's a lot of things at the deeper level of it. Now, what's happening is there's a video circulating on the Internet right now of a man showing a flashlight and its green outline. And it looks like there's a potential um, extraterrestrial being. I'm going to play the audio for you just so you can get kind of a context of the video. I mean, it sounds like a lot of commotion. I think this story is a really interesting one. We're kind of entering a new era, if you will, of if someone is saying they've seen an extraterrestrial being, it's given a lot more stock. And I think in understanding the context where we are right now is the internet, it's, these stories are going to be really stronger than what they would be at any point in time. Now, for example, we look at what happened about a month ago with the Las Vegas UFO, and there's a situation where cops were actually spooked out. You know, I don't know if you followed that too much. I didn't do a deep dive on it, but what happened is, long story short, the um, police actually saw some type of meteorite or UFO, I don't know for sure, coming into the atmosphere it lit up the sky, and within a mo- very quick time, they got a call from a family that it looked like there was an extraterrestrial being in the backyard. And when you listen to it, and I'm going to go ahead and play some audio on that just to give you some context. It sounds very real because you actually have the police officer going in that situation, and they take it very Everybody seriously. Everybody will be talking about. Thanks for joining us here at 6 o'clock. I'm Denise Valdez. I'm Brian Loftus. A family says something crashed into their backyard, prompting them to call 911, saying they saw creatures walking around. Our 8 News Now investigators digging into this for weeks now, and tonight our David Charns with the video you will only see on 8 News Now. David? Brian, Denise, sources telling the 8 News Now investigators that several agencies believe something landed or crashed. Whether it was non-humans or not, it certainly scared the people living on this property. Now, before we show you that video, listen to their call for help. There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so used to be terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like 8 foot, 9 feet, 10 foot, I don't know. They're, they, look like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes, they have big eyes. Like- How spooky would it be in order, if you, if you were the dispatcher on that call, 
you know, you can hear it in her voice. She's trying to process if this is even real. It sounds really convincing. I mean, this whole story, the one in Las Vegas, to me, is one is very interesting because we're kind of looking at this frequency of potentially what's going on. And, and when I say frequency, I say potential encounters or potential situations where people are hoaxing and the media is blowing it up. Now, when we're looking at the story, really we're focusing on the one that happened within Peru, but I think the Las Vegas one gives us a lot of good context because we have a situation, we have an indicator within it, and the indicator is the simple fact we have a crash or a potential something hitting the earth. So in my opinion, you know, I think Dr. Graver, Graver, who is the disclosure guy, says, you know, within the last, um, since about 1940, I think we've had over 119 UFO crashes and potential ones where the government has went and picked them up, etc. To me, whenever, probably, and this is just, you know, take it with a grain of salt, me just using a critical way of thinking, though, but if we do have aliens coming to Earth and they are flying in these potential UFOs, more than likely they're coming to Earth as relates to when they crash. And because we saw us crash and then a UFO alien, it kind of falls in line with that story with Berge. Virginia, Virginia, Virginia in Brazil. Now, the thing that we hear, though, and this is like the biggest indicator I take away, is the smell. Within that call, you get nothing about a smell. And I think that's probably something, in my opinion, that adds a little bit more validity whenever you're having a conversation like this, where it's like, okay, I'm tracking it. Now, this one to me seems a little bit more credible than the story in Peru, and I'm going to tell you why okay whenever we look at these stories as it relates to crashes and things of that nature you know now we have to approach it with a whole different lens because we do have potential disclosure that indicates that aliens are real we go back to david greer their david grush the whistleblower and um his story and going from there with the tiktok phenomenon now when whenever we look at these stories there's no proof that's been released to the media from any government entity that indicates there is something, i.e. no photos, i.e. no bodies, no situations like this. We're taking information from a TikTok phenomenon, TikTok phenomenon, as it relates to David Grush, who's just providing information through a secondary source. I've said it multiple times, but I'm really trying to drive my point home here. Whenever we look at the story in Las Vegas, once again, when you hear the call, when you hear the information, when you hear the fact that they reached out and did investigations on it to certain organizations that can confirm nor deny a crash that potentially happened, one could take precedent in believing there could potentially be pilots. What we know happens is if David Grush is correct, he indicates that whenever these crashes do happen, there are extraterrestrial pilots on them. And, you know, could you imagine if you were an extraterrestrial being and you flew into Earth, and you were dealing with a bunch of human beings. I mean, in the video too, whenever you see them going in their backyard, they look like they're like they're they're aware. Like they have their pistols, they have their guns, and you can see some videos. Some people went through in on it in TikTok, and they really provided a very deep analysis of the Las Vegas um, like situation. And if you haven't followed it, I'm just going to play you a little bit of like video just so you can picture how deep people went on the story. On screen recording I took, and I know everybody is trying to find the aliens in front of these guys, but I noticed something insane, and I want everybody, my two friends who will watch this, to take a look down, uh, pay attention to two areas. We're gonna look down here 
on. And what you will see in about a minute is a hand. That, I believe, is some creature, non-human, crouching down. And that was its eye I just pointed at, and I want you to pay attention now to Now, that video is really creepy, and you can um, see it on TikTok. If you go and look in at the information, you just put in UFO um, alien in Las Vegas, and you get a lot of different stories in there. But the content creator actually did a phenomenal job where he's, you can actually see this weird creature looking through the fence, and they're walking through the fence looking further like past the fence, if you can imagine, they're walking through it. And to the right of it, there's an actual someone, and it looks like they're crouching under behind the door potentially. Now, I don't know if that's real or not, but whenever you look at that story to me, once again, like what I'm saying is there's more validity. Now, whenever we look at this story within Peru, to me, there's a lot of holes in this story at the moment. You look at the articles, you look at the information, you look at the video. Now, the video I played to you is one to me that has really poor and low quality. In my opinion, it looks like some type of green speck dot with someone wearing a green suit. It doesn't look um, extraterrestrial. And people are saying it doesn't. It just looks like a human in a green suit. It's really faded and hard to determine, but that's what I would say when I see it. Now, whenever we look at this, too, there's no crash. There's no information. They're just saying they've been terrorized. And that really doesn't follow suit with what we know of UFOs. Obviously, there is a rich history within the Mayan culture, within Peru, Ecuador, Colombia, all those areas of interacting with UFOs, potential giants coming out of caves. I've covered them. I've talked to people who who've, who have. Um, I've talked to people who live in Ecuador who go over this story. I go, you know, there's a lot of information there about it. So there is some folklore as it relates, but. There's no potential crash to indicate this is true. Now, one thing I will say that's going on is whenever we look at this story, and this one happened seven days ago in Alonana District. Now, I did a little bit of a deep dive of it, and it was hard for me to find a whole lot of information. But what's going on is it looks like there's a potential unrest within the city where more than 20 people have been wounded, left in a confrontation within the district and the providence of Minas. This indicated occurred when a res resistance took place in the headquarters focused on department resigning of a Mayor Kelly Tristan, Mayor Kelly Rafila Tasia. I don't know. I can't pronounce that. I apologize. Um, but this is where we could potentially see that footage online. People are saying that there's there's militant groups going in. There's, there's, there's these um, paramilitary groups going in, there's shootouts occurring, all this information within the region, and it just so happens to coincide with this. Um, I think there's potentially more there. You know, then you have this girl saying she had an altercation with the UFO or with, with whatever this being is as it relates to the situation, and, and there's a red mark on her neck. It's not, as, it's not as much as you would think a seven-foot creature could inflict. So what's going on here? I mean... There's, there's a lot of questions, you know. Then I went and looked at another deep dive, and it's saying that there's a potential person mutilated on the riverside within this region, and all you see is the skull. Now, I looked at the picture very closely and examined it, and it looked like he's wearing some type of skull mask because his hair is pushed back. Whenever you can think about it, whenever you wear a hat or whenever you put something over your head like a visor, it pushes your hair back, and it kind of gives that same texture of how the hair is falling if your face was ripped off completely or or whatever you know your skin's going to look a little bit different on the top of your head um because of the nature of of, of what's happening that's so traumatic 
So it seems like I honestly think there's something going on with this story that seems a little bit off from the online video I've seen, from the situation of the seven-foot figures. Um, it seems like potentially there's something else going on here. You have a political unrest story occurring at the same time, um, which isn't that that can't that has to be a lot more than just um, like a like a coincidence. So if that's the situation, is there a potential indicator that this story is being wrongly projected in the media? Is it to gain some validity or gain some, sorry, some notoriety with what's going on? Because you did have 20 people left injured. If you look online, there is videos of a lot of altercations happening. And the footage that you're seeing within this story, I think, isn't real because I think that it's not an attack from an extraterrestrial species. It's actually an attack of the government interacting and trying to put down um, some unrest. So I don't really know what happened with this story, but it goes in part to my intro when I was indicating that these stories now get more more attention than ever as it relates to these whistleblowers. We're kind of peering into a different, different chapter of human extraterrestrial knowledge. I'm not even going to call it relations, but maybe I'll call it awareness. And the Las Vegas one potentially looks like it has a lot more substantial evidence to indicate something happened from the 911 call from the interview from the news piece and intro whenever we're looking at this story it's showing a complete uprising that's happening within this region and they're trying to piggyback it off of a potential ufo encounter i think that's more than likely what's happening because it's not following those consistencies and whenever we look at these interviews um once again there's no talk of a smell and this smell i think is really relevant whenever we're talking about these extraterrestrial beings, because there's something that, that, that goes back to the story of what's happening in Brazil, Brazil, whenever they had some of the most interesting and compelling accounts for interactions with UFOs. So all in all, I think there's some holes in the story in Peru. I'm not going to necessarily say it's not true, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't put any money on this one. And I think that there's a lot more to this story, but because we're trickling through different streams of media, we're not really getting it all because it's such a remote location. But it just so happens that seven days ago, there's an unrest because they're not happy with the mayor. It coincides with a potential UFO something or an extraterrestrial being that floats and they can't shoot it. You're hearing gunfire in the night, but if 20 people were injured, more than likely that's what was recorded. So, I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. Once again, this is the master of none. Please like and follow. I am trying to build this thing up. So we possibly will get back to you tomorrow.